Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. I am so excited you're here today. We finally have my girl Sam Harper on the show. And this conversation today was was just so beautiful. Sam is one of those people that just speaks life and love and compassion and ease and flow into you. And I know you're going to get so much out of today's conversation. Sam Harper is a sound healer and conscious leadership coach. She helps you get energetically aligned with your higher self through the power of intentionally budgeting your energy, sound healing to raise your vibration, manifesting and other spiritual practices to magnify your true calling. Her gift is truly one that's amazing. Sound Healing, her Sound Vault, which is a online membership where you can tune in anytime you want to download her Sound Vault uh, sessions based all around things like depression, anxiety, overwhelm, uh, calling in, manifestation. Her coaching experience is really unlike anybody I've ever experienced. She's also someone I've known for many, many years. And it's interesting that we We hadn't connected yet and had her on the show, and I think it was for a reason. She's gone through a lot of life transitions and a lot of things, as have I, and we really got into a lot of that in today's episode. So I hope you love it. Let me know. Send me a DM, a comment. Share this podcast with your friends if you feel so compelled or share it on social media. That would mean the absolute world. Sam, it's been long overdue, and I'm so excited to have you on the show. I know you had started a podcast, too, um, a while back that I admired because you speak like your truth and you have the ability to connect with a higher power with source whatever it is and share it I think a lot of people intuitively have that connection but they are not willing to share it and I think it takes a lot of courage and vulnerability to be able to share it and be unapologetic how it's received and so thank you for doing that kind of work because I see it and um, I'm better for being able to ingest your content and the stuff that you put out there. Gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to be connecting and thank you for reflecting that back because there was a time in life that I wasn't so open with sharing the gift and sharing how channeling works through me. It was as a hidden part of my life because I was afraid of how it might be received or the reception from others and you know, perceptions that come along with that. So thank you for reflecting that. And I'm so happy that some of those messages land for you. Definitely. And I think that's the most probably, I don't even know what the word is, releasing way that you can show up and share it because it's for whoever's meant to hear it. And I think that's one of the things that people don't talk about enough when it comes to like our healing journeys and just self-discovery period. We think it has to be a certain way or that everything is meant for you to figure out what what it's meant to serve for you. And that's not always true. And I think for myself, learning that has been one of the biggest blessings, but it took me a really long time to learn that not everything was my message and that some things, if they didn't feel right or if they didn't land, I could let them go. 
Yes, that's a huge part of it. As for one, the the giver of the message, the channel, and of the receiver of the message. And same for me. Sometimes, sometimes when the channel is coming through me, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is literally for me right now. I'm just talking to myself. Hopefully somebody catches on and, and it relates to them too. And other times I'm like, this is definitely not for me. And it's going to find the person it's supposed to find. And I just get out of my own damn way because there were years that I got in the way of this beautiful gift coming forward. And I think that had I gotten out of my way earlier, that I could have been able to at least guide and help some people earlier on. But, you know, divine timing is everything. And I had to learn my own lessons and and hear what was coming through and, and trust more than anything else that what was coming through me was not just me. And deciphering between like, is this my ego talking? Is this what I I am thinking? Or is this actually coming from God, source, the universe, our guides, however you relate to it? And when I was able to discern between the two, then I trusted, okay, I can I can share this knowing that it's not me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's, let's just dive right in because you said something that I know has been a struggle for a lot of people I've worked with. I'm sure people you've worked with, our friends, people that we know that we know, um, and that's learning to trust ourselves. And you touched on that just with yourself and sharing the way that you do now. I think we can relate that through so many avenues of our life on how we've made decisions because we didn't trust ourselves or we didn't listen to that inner guiding knowingness, that thing we call the North Star that we all have. I mean, we're all intuitive beings. Why are some more woke to that than others? Um, I feel like this whole podcast rebrand for me of going from the Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast, which was just kind of a whim of a name um, in a time where I felt trapped from being closed during COVID to this newer version of myself who wants to be expansive and inclusive and unscripted. And that's where the name for the show came from. And I had to trust that, like you just said, the messages would be for who they were for and not be so concerned with everything else. And so trusting that I could be myself on this show and this platform, what a beautiful conversation we get to have. Um, it took a long time. It took a lot of time and it took a lot of work. And I mean, are there, I know there's no quick fix to learning to trust yourself fully, but can we speak to that a little bit? Maybe like have a conversation around that? I would love that. I would love that so much because we all need the reminder. I need the reminder. I trust myself implicitly and I still need the reminder of when things come to me, when I get that gut, that inner deep knowing to my bones, like, yes, this might not be what I thought it was going to be or how I thought it was going to look or the path. And I just have to trust that deep knowing and, and continue on. And it's blind faith a lot of the time, but trusting my gut saved my life very, very literally. And I think because of that, because of such a big gesture from the universe of like, trust me when I tell you, X, Y, or Z, fill in the blank for yourself, right? That I am going to take care of you always if you listen and follow direction. So I, I always say that when I get the call from source, my inner knowing, my inner knowing that I'm going to honor that all the way through because it saved my life and that's why I'm here. So I have to respect that and it's respecting self, right? Like 
that's what it all comes down to. If I can trust myself, that's respecting myself. And that gives us confidence. And that gives us sometimes like you, you walk on the scary path, but you know that you're walking in the right direction because you can trust that the next step is going to be taken care of. You might not know what that looks like, but you can trust that there's going to be somewhere for you to put your foot down. Totally. I love that. And let's speak to that because you do have quite an amazing story around trusting yourself and pushing to find the answers because um, you went through some crazy shit and I can see where the word respect and trust go hand in hand. And so will you share with the listeners just a little bit about your journey with um, your, your skin cancer? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a three-time cancer survivor. The first time was when I was 20 years old. And I, you know, when you're 20, you think you know everything, which is so cute. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I thought I knew everything. I'm oh, sorry. Anyway, I I knew, I woke up one morning and I knew that I had cancer. I even went to my boss. I was a lifeguard at the time. And I was like, I have cancer. And she, I spoke it with such conviction. She's like, oh my God, did you go talk to a doctor? I'm like, not yet. And she was like, oh, you're just, you know, you're making this a bigger thing than it is. And I was like, no, I just know. And even the doctors, when I went to go see them, they said I looked fine. I looked clear, everything, nothing to worry about. Right. And when I was 20, I wasn't one to really push back on an expert in their field and tell them like, no, you're not right. I know you've seen thousands of patients, but no, not this time. This is different. So I didn't push back right away. But about six months later, I went in for a follow-up and I was like, I'm not leaving this office until I get biopsies. And sure enough, it came back positive for stage 3C melanoma. And I was in surgery rapidly. And thank God I did advocate for myself in that moment and I put my foot down and I trusted my gut and trusted my instincts and my knowing and that divine intervention between my humanness and my my spiritual guides because I would absolutely not be alive to tell this story. And again, 10 years later, I got cancer back to back when I was 30. And again, at that point, I was like, I know how to advocate for myself at this point. And and it's a knowing I know my body better than anybody, any doctor. Yes, there's amazing science to help us understand ourselves a little bit more. But I know when there's something not right to trust that. So that is why I'm here. And that's when I say when I honor and respect when I get the downloads to just trust it fully. I mean, how many times I'm sure you can find yourself in her story, even that we don't listen to that knowingness and find out the hard way certain things. Um, I know it to be true for so many people when it came to advocating for themselves or their children or their spouse or partner or parents even um, around finding answers. And it doesn't always have to be as severe as cancer, but there are often times where we just know things. And I mean, I wrote a whole freaking book about not speaking up or, or thinking we have to go it the way everybody else wants it to be, or going with the flow or not being able to question or ask why, or say no to certain things. No, I don't, I'm not leaving without getting, you know, some sort of test done or why won't you, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, being able to advocate for yourself in any given situation is, is your right. And that's the respect that you're paying yourself is to, to lean into that. Um, so how did sound healing and the work you're doing now, how did that come about in your life? 
Yeah, a, a multitude of different areas and ways it all kind of collided so beautifully together. I've been intuitive my whole entire life and then went on into my professional life. I was a trauma therapist for many years. And so after grad school, I was in that world for a long time and got burned out. Shocker, a therapist, a trauma therapist at that. And so I ventured out into executive coaching. And it was during that same time I was going through a divorce and I was doing my own inner healing. And I found myself in a sound bath that literally changed my life. And it was because there was a frequency that was being played. And now I know it was the root chakra. And this frequency, this tone elicited fear in my body. And I was, I, I was laying there with my eyes closed and I was like, how could a sound make me feel afraid? And I was like, there's something very deep there I need to explore. And so I bought my first crystal bowl and it, it went hand in hand with the work that I had done before because I did expressive art therapy and studied under multiple modalities of trauma healing. So it just made sense that I would want to explore and be curious about what this means in the somatic body. And so I got my first bowl and I just was intending on playing for myself, never intended on playing for anybody else. And so once I felt like my root chakra was healing and I was opening up and feeling more grounded and healed from those old childhood wounds, then I was like, oh, you know, my heart could really use some healing. Let's get the heart chakra bowl. So I got the heart and then I was like, I'm already intuitive. What if I could be more intuitive? So I got my third eye bowl. And then before you know it, I had a full set of bowls and again, never intending on ever playing for other people unless they came to my house like friends and and neighbors and whatnot. And it soon developed into this beautiful organic explosion of sound that is leaded has led me into where I'm at now, which is this beautiful combination of the executive coaching, this I call it like therapy light. I can't unknow the things that I know from my therapy world, but I'm not going to go tackle your traumas now. Like I'll leave that to the therapist. I'll refer you out. But then also combining the holistic approach, we are all vibrational energetic beings. Like why would we miss out on an opportunity for holistic healing and understanding of the self when we can have it all together? So it was during COVID that I was able to bridge these two silos of my work, the executive coaching and the sound and energetic work and bring them into one. It was such a blessing. All of the executives that I was working with during that time were like, we can't run away from ourselves. And all of the people that we're leading can sniff us out. Like they're not falling for the BS anymore. We need something deeper. And also please help me because I can't run away from my own, own stuff. So that is where I'm at now. And it's been beautiful. It's been organic and it is a true calling and passion of mine. And from day one, I've always said that I wanted to bring sound healing to every single home. And I want this to be a modality that everybody has access to because it is so beautiful when words are not able to tell the whole story, the body and the frequency can. And so sometimes our words fail us because we don't know how to articulate. And that's where the sound kind of comes in and helps us understand our body and release and accept and call in all of this beautiful magic that is already within us. It's just finding the alignment. And I think the coolest thing about um, 
the sound healing is that you aren't required to do anything but receive in that moment. Like if you attend, you know, in person or virtual, it is really just there for you to see like you, how would you have ever known that that feeling of fear was going to come up during that, that sound bowl session that you did? I mean, that alone just gives context to what what we have trapped in our body that we're not even aware of because we haven't put ourselves in selves in situations to allow for it to come out. You know, I touch on some habits and surface level things that keep me grounded and keep me in consistent support of myself, you know, like filling that cup up in the morning and having that foundation built so that I can have a little bit of overflow. But there are so many things that we can't, like you said, put words to or give a description to but we know they're in there. We know there's things and we know that there's blocks and we know that there's reasons why we behave a certain way or why we can't quote unquote manifest or call in or do specific things. And I know that just you sharing that sometimes we don't have the words. I find it ironic that I have a podcast and a lot of times I don't have the words. Right. Like, can I just get a bowl? Can I just get a bowl? Um, I, 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 I try really hard to find the words, but I think this is such a great modality for anyone who's not seeking to be told what to do. It's just you being able to find that intuitiveness in you through this. And Sam's created a uh, sound vault that you can have to use in your room with your family by yourself whenever you need, if you're on vacation, if you're traveling and you're stressed from work, like to be able to have access to this kind of healing modality um, at any point point of the day. It's not like I need to book an appointment and I need to spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars to have a session with you. Um, though I know your in-persons are probably just off the chain. I have not yet been able to go to one. I've experienced it through, um, through the speakers of my computer. Um, (laughs) and it's wonderful because I like to do a lot of stuff on my own. I love to do breath work on my own. I love to meditate on my own. I love to read on my own. And so to be able to have this, to just turn on whenever I want, um, feels like a very powerful tool. Um, and I just, I would love for you to speak to some things that you've seen happen because we can see the body change through physical activity, right? We can see people say that they've, they're have they different through therapy or whatnot, but what have some of your clients experienced through continuous sound bowl healing and all of the work that you do? Mm, thank you for mentioning the sound vault. And it is, it's such a powerful tool and anything to enrich your own self-practices for just understanding and awareness. Some of the people that are members of the Sound Vault, some ride or dies who have been with me since day one. They use it with their children. And I have this one, oh, she's so special. This one, now I call her a friend now even. She comes to every session and she has the Sound Vault and she plays it for her kids for bedtime. And now her daughter, who's like five or six, is like, mommy, I want the bowls. And that has helped her go to sleep, helped her relax, soften anxiety and depression. It's not going to take away anxiety and depression altogether, right? Like, again, we're holistic. We need a lot of different things. But it will bring you into awareness of what is the next step. And so with all of that, there's – with the sound vault, when you tap into that, you can surf what your needs are in that moment or what you're called to. So there's a lot of different variations of sound bowl healing in that. Lots of different chakras, all the chakras, a new moon, full moon, manifesting, anxiety, depression, all of the different modalities of healing within the sound vault. So it's really like a grab bag of what you need. And I created it so that you could have it whenever, wherever. And it was because I would see these women mostly 
at retreats that I would go to and they would be like, I don't have a practitioner in the middle of Idaho or back in Indiana or Oklahoma. And I was like, this isn't fair. (laughs) Everybody should have access to this. So let me create something that at least gives you the opportunity to explore more of what this can do for you. And it's been phenomenal. And and the feedback that I've gotten for people who have done in-person versus the virtual is that it is seemingly the same. Because you can set up a ritual space within your home, in the comforts of your own home, you can make it really special and divine in the same way that I create a beautiful space if you're in person with me. And the other thing too is like you said, you like to do things on your own. Sometimes it can feel really intimidating going into a group where you don't know anybody, into a new space where maybe you don't feel safe. I wanted you to have the ability to feel safe in the comfort of your home or wherever you're at to be able to express. And like I, in the my very first sound bath, was feeling fear. I don't want to be out and about with a bunch of other people and then feeling terrified. I want to be able to feel it and express it and be in it and journal about it and maybe stay with it a little bit longer. So this gives the opportunity to be in it and feel. And sound is music is universal. And so you don't have to speak the same language as me. You don't have to understand all of the things that I'm saying, but you can feel it and you can hear it. And that's what the beauty of the sound vault is. Mm. Oh, it sounds so dreamy and yummy. I love that. Okay. So the last thing I wanted us to be able to deep dive in is the ability to make aligned decisions. I think you are someone who I've had many conversations with around what feels in alignment. And I, not recently, but, you know, in the past have tried to put a definition around alignment because it comes up a lot in, in coaching calls and in, and in conversation with the mastermind I work with and whatnot. And, you know, people, instead of just saying things like I'm having resistance to this, they will use the word, this feels out of alignment. And I think we've confused alignment with work and hard work and pushing through the sticky stuff and, and lean on that term alignment as almost a way out of just doing the shit that actually needs to get done so that you can get over the hump and into what may feel like alignment. So for me, this podcast fell out of alignment with only me speaking to the beauty industry. It was starting to become more and more challenging to talk only about business stuff. And it was when someone finally asked me, oh, this is like a business podcast. And I was like, what? I'm not a that's not me. That's not who I, I'm like, is it? It is. Oh my gosh. I, I was doing what I thought my industry wanted. And that's why I was having so much resistance around showing up and doing the episodes. Cause every time I'd sit down and record, I'm like, ah, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I couldn't figure out why. And so I realized I was out of alignment with my messaging, who I was interviewing. And then what I was allowing myself to show up and talk about on the podcast. Um, I was keeping it really surface and very like, in my masculine, tangible, like, go, go, go. And I'm like, that's what you've been trying to get away from, like, lean into that and trust that. But often before I felt things like, with work, this feels out of alignment when I kind of use that term instead of I don't really want to do the hard work, it felt just more like resistance. So can we speak to kind of how you help people understand making aligned decisions, I guess, because we have to tap into what the knowingness of who we are, what we really want, Yeah. Alignment is tricky. And I think what you touched on is alignment kind of being like a a scapegoat. I think people are 
absolutely using that as a scapegoat now because it's easy and it's a it's a catchy word right now. It's very trendy, right? So um, when I think about alignment, it really feels like the wholeness of me. Like, am I complete in the way that I'm showing up? And sometimes showing up completely as you are is hard. And yes, there's going to be resistance. And yes, it's really scary. And yes, it's still in alignment. You have to be all of you. And I think I spent a lot of time in my 20s really trying to figure out who I was, right? And so I threw a lot of spaghetti at the wall to see what would stick. <laughs> and then finally some things started to stick. And then, the, and then I still kept parts of me hidden because I was scared of what others might think. And, I, and that's when you start to live out of alignment. It's because you're not showing up as your fullest, truest self in the beautiful, unique, vibrational signature in the spiritual and not even spiritual, just the gifts that you've been given. If you're not living in that truth, you're going to be out of alignment and you're going to feel it in some regard. It's either going to be in home, in personal life, in business. Something's not going to be right. But we, when you can click in and really live your total truth, then things really start to move and that's when the expansion takes place. But to say that it's not hard or not scary would be a lie. Like some of some of the things that are, have been and are the most aligned for me are the scariest things that I have to do. And that's actually when I know that it is in alignment. I'm like, ah, okay, I don't want to do this, <laughs> but I know that it's where my path is going and I, I have to, it's a calling. Like, I don't actually have a choice in the matter. I just have to do it. <laughs> and it's really scary. But I think that's the point of alignment is doing the things that maybe aren't um, what everybody else is doing. I know there was a there was a long period of time that it was a daily mantra, like a battle in my head. I'm like, Sam, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. You don't have to look like X, Y, and Z. You don't have to do it this way. You just have to stay in your lane and do what you're supposed to do. And, you know, I have... I have amazing friends, you being one of them, who are doing amazing big things in the entrepreneurial space and have these amazing businesses. And it's really easy to be like, oh, Jess is doing it this way. That's successful. Let me try that. And that's not going to be in alignment with me, even though it's going to work for you. And so it's a discipline. Also, alignment is a discipline in like staying your true path. Yeah. Ooh, alignment is a discipline. I think we should tweet that, Oprah. Tweet, tweet. Let's go. Um, <laughs> well, let's go. I know because I I so often want to use it as an excuse. Like I'm human too. And I want the path of least resistance always. I don't like being uncomfortable, though I will force myself at times. There are certain things I can get really, really uncomfortable with because I'm used to it. And then there's other things that still make me so uncomfortable, but it's that staying the path because it is for the greater good of who I'm trying to be. And I love that you touched on that little bit of comparison with within like just the entrepreneurship space, but just the online space period of thinking that someone else has it all figured out based off a few photos and a couple of videos and some cool quote that they posted. And unfortunately, I mean, it is what it is. And so the path of resistance is accepting the fact that that's not going anywhere you're not going anywhere. And if you're listening to this, you know, the way I do it isn't the way Sam does it and isn't the way that the next other girls that we hang out with do. Um, and that's the, the beautiful part about, you know, we're all having an experience together, but experiencing it differently. And I think when you allow space for 
you to connect with yourself through modalities like sound, breath, working out, um, therapy, whatever that looks like, it, it allows for you to get to know yourself deeper. So you do know what that alignment's supposed to feel like. And you do know how to listen to that when it comes up, because it comes up all the time. We know it does daily, hourly, minute by minute sometimes. And a lot of us shove it down. We play too busy. We play into the, I can't, I won't, not smart enough, not pretty enough, don't have enough money, all the things. And I think when you, when you tap into the why behind all of it, it allows you to just take a second and be like, lean, how is this feeling? Is it just a little resistance or is this way out of alignment? You know, like the relationship I was in a few years ago that I knew hundred percent, it was the hardest, scariest thing I had to do. I did not want to have to go through all that pain and trauma and upheaval of everything, but I was out of alignment in the situation I was in. And so I know so many of you listening can relate to a certain situation in your life, whether it's a relationship, a job, a friendship, maybe just a tough conversation you got to have. Like those are the kind of things that, you know, creating space to feel into them will give you that power to do what you got to do. So you can hopefully stay in that alignment space and, and, and just like learn to trust yourself, which is what we were coming back to here. And it's all about building that trust, but I love how you reframed it as respect for yourself because that's, it's just, it's so true. Yeah. And I think I'll add one last thing because it just popped in is that alignment, there are iterations in alignment, right? So what did serve me two years ago and was in alignment two years ago is not necessarily what's in alignment right now. And that doesn't mean that I was out of alignment two years ago. That means I was, you know, on the course then and I've grown and we should be growing. And so when when you're in that like when you're in the flow and the groove and you're like, yeah, I'm locked in. I feel aligned. And then six months from now, you're doing the same thing, but you feel out of alignment. Know and give yourself permission to make iterations on what that looks like, but trust yourself along the way. Coming back to that, trust yourself. I love that. That is so true. And again, that's how I ended up in the relationship in the first place and why a couple of years later, it didn't feel in alignment. So that's so true and so relatable on so many levels. Um, Sam, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Where can people find you and download the sound vault so that they can get some of this yumminess in their life? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my website is samanthaharper.com. And of course, all of the information for the sound vault is there. It's the sound vault membership. And then on Instagram, I'm Sam underscore E underscore pants, Sammy pants. And I also have my podcast. It's journey to alignment. Funny enough is what my podcast is called. (laughs) So you can listen on to some, some previous episodes there, but it's been such a pleasure being here. Thank you so much. Your questions are so great. And I, I know that this is going to land for so many because these, these are the questions I continue to ask myself all the time. No, and they are. And that's why it was time to bring them to the podcast and why I'm, you know, I'm still here for all those business know-hows and you guys know how to find me on social if you have those kinds of questions. But these are the things that are a daily practice for me that I know are going to be the supportive tools and the questions that you can be asking yourself in order to feel more in alignment with yourself every single day with your decisions and just with your overall well-being because it feels really good to be in alignment. So Sam, thanks again for being on the show and we will see you guys on the next episode of Unscripted. Thank you. Creating this podcast is as much fun as it sounds and it's not hard. You're worthy of sharing your expertise with the world. So I've broken it down so you can start your own damn podcast in four weeks or less. Head to the link in the show notes to start now.